Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, Woody, thank you. Mark Ross, NFL Network analyst, joins us this morning. We haven't had him on for a while. Mark, how you doing? What's up, guys? It's been a while. I guess y'all don't love me no more down yeah, there. Yeah, we love you a lot. We just try to catch you when you're not on vacation down here. And, you know, <laughs> we want to make sure we're not messing up anything with the family with you there, Mark. But, hey, we, <laughs> we got – we got all right, we got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, first of all, the San Francisco 49ers pulled what could have been one of the worst trades ever, giving up three ones and a three. They've overcome that and now have a chance – to win a Super How do you explain that? A lot of teams, you mess up on that many number one picks and and a and a three pick, um, and here they are after the Trey Lance mess. Yeah, that's incredible, right? Usually that's uh, as a GM or a head coach, you, you make that mistake and you're out of there, but that shows the strength of the rest of the moves that they, they've had and, and all the other draft picks, the non-first-round picks and – uh, you, you know, the Fred Warners of the world and the, and the great trades that they've had, but also Brock Purdy coming in there and saving them and striking goal with Mr. Irrelevant. And, uh, you know, Jimmy G was there, made a mistake on that. You know, they got them right. where they need to go a little bit, but that essentially that's kind of a mistake. You miss on Trey Lance, but then here comes Brock Purdy to, to try to save them. So their ability to keep winning because they had so many other good players and then Brock Purdy really stepped in, emerged, and played well is what saved them to say, well, you know what, we, you know, we'll take all this other success that we've had. Now, if they had four wins and five wins these last two years, probably decisions would have been different from the ownership there. But because they've been so good, they have so much talent, and Shanahan has done such a great job coaching, you overlook that, that huge mistake. So I don't know who started this, but uh, Brock Purdy's officially the president of the Game Manager Club now. I know that's been a topic. It doesn't seem to bother him and stuff. What's your take? Is it, a, is it more about system and he plays with great players that tied in two really good wide receivers, one of the best fullbacks and running backs in the game, or is this guy just flat out going to be good for a long time? Yeah, I think that the, the Brock Purdy you're seeing is what you get. And I always, you got, you know, guys, I always talk about college. I started as a college scout, and, and that's what I always go back to. And it's, it's players in the NFL look like they did in college. They kind of are going to tend to keep looking like that. And the Brock Purdy you're seeing, he had an unbelievable career at Iowa State. I mean, he had so many records, and he won, and he played a lot of games. And in the games, he looked like this, where you see him and he looked, you know, on yeah. time and the vision and all that. And then he made some plays. You're like, oh, my goodness, he ran around and made a play. So you saw this. This is exactly how he looked. And then it, but he got overlooked in the draft because of his size and the arm wasn't great. But all of his positive intangibles and, and strengths, you see that. Now you see some of the negatives, too, when too much has to be put on him. Oh, man, he looks like he's struggling. 
And then at the end, these last two weeks in particular, if we just want to talk about the playoffs, it's, he's come through at the end. And that's what you want. It doesn't matter the rest of the game how he looks as if you come through and make the plays at the end. And he's been doing that. And until he gets proved otherwise, this is kind of the version you're going to see. Now, now San Fran ever loses Debo, loses McCaffrey, loses all those guys, you'd see a different Brock Purdy. Uh, but because he has all that, you got to yeah. give him credit for running that offense, being on time. His vision's unbelievable. His feel for the game, his timing. Uh, if he has to come out of that, that's when you see him struggle. But he's made key plays. So I think, once again, the Brock Purdy haters will be at full force on Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. And the guys that love him will be at full force, too. And he has to sh- right here will be the huge showcase to say who's the real Brock Purdy. Well, Mark, uh, I guess since you've been with us for a while now, you probably know what our number one topic is always down here when it comes to uh, Tua, who's coming off. I got to be honest. I didn't think he'd stay healthy for a year. He did it. He put up big numbers. Uh, he won 11 games, even though we didn't win a playoff game. I- I'm just curious. It's getting to that time, that money extension time. How do you handle that if if you're a front office guy uh, you, you have some other needs, obviously, like everybody else, but do you have your quarterback? I, I think Mike really likes him. Yeah, and that's the thing where you're, if you're, your coach and your GM have come out in support of him and want him, then they're going to they're gonna get him. And, and for good or bad, when you're with someone and you have sort of that personal relationship and attachment to them, you, you see the good more than you see the bad. Now, and we've talked about two a lot since college, and the two that I saw this year is the two I saw in college, the two we talk about when things are good, when things are easy, when he can be on timing and he takes those three steps and the ball comes out, oh, my goodness, you guys just destroy people. And, you know, front-running against bad teams. And Mike McDaniel, who I think is the coordinator of the year, even though he's the head coach because he schemes up stuff. Okay, now things get dirty in there, and they, he can't do the timing. He's got to make plays. Oh, my goodness, this guy looks terrible. And that's really what two is going to be, you know. And but for Mike and for Chris Greer, they're coming in saying, "Nope, he's going to get better. He's going to he he was. We told you he could stay injury free this year, and now next year we know he can make these plays. So for them, it's all about thinking he can still get better and thinking he can develop and thinking he can get into that upper tier of quarterbacks and be a playmaker to match those big time guys in the league. But I mean, you guys saw it. You guys saw those games where they struggled, and you're sitting there saying, oh, my goodness, this guy just can't do it. So I think you're going to see more of the same. But no matter what we think they should do with the money, it's about those guys who love them in the building uh, think they should do, and I think they're going to take care of them. Yeah, no, no, I agree with you. I started the show this morning going, listen, Chris and Mike are going to make sure, along with the money people and the owner, they're going to get uh, that extension done with, uh, with Tua for sure. By the way, uh, you saw the Dolphins, and and at one point, even playing for a number one seed at at uh, at Baltimore before getting crushed. What what was your thought overall uh, on the team? And I obviously there was some injury bug hit the defense really hard. But what what'd you think? Yeah, I th- thought they played well this year, and they were you know were in the mix and uh, overachieved there for a while. Like you said, like wow, these guys are, are right there, but. Uh, again, I still thought they were not in the mix of those top teams, and that's because I thought there was limitations uh, with Tua. And uh, they kind of next year, I think, will be in the same kind of spot where you know they'll beat the teams they're supposed to beat and uh, just struggle against the teams that, are, that might be better than them or where they have to come out of their comfort zone. So, 
you know, the thing is, okay, on offense, what can we do to get better? Well, we got Tyreek and we got Waddle. We can run the ball. We were prolific. And, you know, it really comes down to if Tua can get better. And then on D, of course, you know, the, they got to get people healthy. And, you know, yeah. guys like Phillips who really emerge, you got to get those guys healthy. So they'll be in the mix again for a playoff spot and uh, to win a division. But it's it's whether they can win a Super Bowl with this team and with that quarterback. That's always the question for me. Mark, I've been on this uh, here for for a while, so we got a first and second round pick for the first time in in a couple years, uh, a one and a two. You know, they've been part of the trades with Ramsey and Hill and Chubb and and getting those uh, proven guys that that they have on the team. But they're fifty million over the cap, and I know you can wipe that out real quickly with some creative stuff and an owner that's willing to redo contracts, but. I think you got to keep the first and second round pick and find really good players that can play right away. Do you agree with that, or do you potentially throw them in a trade if it's the right guy? Yeah, of course, for years, the philosophy, keep your picks and develop it and sign them uh, and all of that. And then when the the Tampa Rams model where they won back-to-back where they just – Eskewed, talk about Jalen Ramsey, you know, skewed draft picks and just signed veterans and went all in for it. So – I think knowing Chris Greer, the way he's kind of operated in McDaniel, they'll keep the, the picks and, and try to go that route. But um, it, that's still always on the table now because owners see, well, let's do it. You know, let's go just go do it. Let's get these guys and go do it. And But when you're that far over the cap, it, it's tough to, to try to make those decisions and go like that. But you can be creative and you talk about the money. Also, Christian Wilkins, you got to pay him. So that, that contract is coming up too. So, yeah, a lot of huge decisions as far financially to yeah. be made with this team, and they could be uh, – you got to make some very, very, very smart decisions, but some very tough ones where, okay, we take care of Tua and Christian, who's got to go? And your team looks completely different, so you have to go the younger route when you got those huge contracts on the books. Mark, so you're saying you, you do you're, – you're with me, and I think most fans that want Christian signed last year and they didn't do it because he didn't have enough sacks – he comes back and has nine this year. You, you need to keep that guy, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. When you watch it, even if he didn't have the nine sacks last year, you could see the guy's talent, his potential, and the way he affects the game. And he just even stepped it up this year. And that's what you want as a player. That's what you want to do. All right, y'all didn't believe in me? Here you go. I'll give you these nine if that's what you need. But to me, he's one of the top defensive tackles in the league, deep, how defensive ends the best tackle. But, you know, that's really – a guy like that is a cornerstone. You have to really take care of him and where the market goes. That's where the market is, and that's what you really have to do. If you don't have him, all right, where do we go now? And What was once a strength, how do we make up for that, and does that make our whole team weaker? And if you don't have Christian Wilkins, to me, Miami's a weaker team. Yeah, I got to ask you about this, and we are just talking about it. It has to go back and go, going back to the Super Bowl for a second. Talking about Kelsey and Kittle. And I say I think Kittle's the best all-around tight end in football. I mean, he some of the blocks he had in that Detroit game against that number one pick. I mean, he crushed them. And, and Kelsey's a great player. And I never take anything away from wherever you rank him. Which tight end would you rather start next year with or have in this Super Bowl? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Well, in this Super Bowl, I'll take Kelsey for next year. I'll take Kittle because Kelsey might be retired. But it's that's a good you point. Don't hang it out good doing point. All right, that's fair. Good but one. Yeah, they're different just because, as you mentioned, you know, Kittle can block like a oh, that guy's nasty. He's ridiculous with that. But in the past game, just Kelsey and Mahomes' connection, the way he can just just ooze in and out of coverages, and that innate sense yep. that he has to get open. He doesn't. He can't run like he used to. He doesn't have that explosiveness like he used to. But he's always open. You look at him and you look at his routes like, how, just cover the guy. How did you not cover this guy? And it's because he just knows how to get open. You hear that phrase, just knows how to get open. And, it, you know, he still has enough ability and movement, athletic ability and movement to kind of keep guys off balance. And the feel he has with Patrick is just, you know, just unbelievable. So not to take away from Kittle because he can be a dynamic pass catcher, but in their offense, you've got Debo and you've got Ayuk yeah. and you've got McCaffrey, and he's just a guy. Whereas KC, well, let's shut this guy down. I don't know how anyone's not figured this out. Just shut him down. Put three people on him if you need to, yeah. and let all those other guys that KC has beat us. Do not let Kelsey beat you. So long story, long winded story to say Kelsey to, Kelsey this weekend, Kittle for the. All for right, the that, that, that's fair. Who, who do you like in this game? I know you've studied every position. Who do you like to win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think it's going to just be a really tight, competitive game, just like it was when they played a few years ago. And you, you, you know, back and forth and all the different storylines, who's going to do what. But I, I've worked with Spags on two different occasions in Philly and, and then in New York, our coordinator with winning that first Super Bowl, beating the undefeated Patriots. So I've never – I think he's just going to cook something up. Uh, to kind of limit that offense, and then I'm not never going to bet against Mahomes. I'm not going to pick. Uh, no. We talked about Purdy. I'm not picking Purdy <laughs> over Mahomes. No. So just that one play. It's gonna it's gonna be one play here or there. How most of these Super Bowls go. How most NFL games go is yeah. just one or two plays here or there. It's not going to be all these huge storylines. It's going to be one play in the fourth quarter that decides it, or two plays. And uh, you know, I think I, I can't go against Mahomes and Spags making those one or two plays. Mark, thank you so much. I appreciate you coming on here on uh, Super Bowl week so much, and you take care of yourself. We'll talk to you soon. Sure thing. Always a pleasure. All right. Mark Ross, NFL Network analyst, joining us to talk a little bit about matchups and the Miami Dolphins stuff and uh, getting everybody a little fired up this morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another guy that will get you fired up. I want you to listen to this message. It's really important. Tony Garcia, the insurance guy. Boy, you know what? A topic most people don't like to talk about, life insurance. I don't like talking about it. I'm getting closer to feeling it. Nobody talks about it because nobody wants to die. But what if I told you that life insurance isn't in just about dying? It's about living. Life insurance has evolved over the years, and now it's not just an inheritance you leave behind. It's a tool for your financial present and future. With an IUL, an index universal life, You can accumulate cash and save tax-free for your retirement, have the protection of living benefits, unexpected illnesses that pop up like cancer, a heart attack, a stroke. If you're the breadwinner of your family, you'll have the cash you need to keep your family going. So important to do. It's become very, very popular with my man, Tony Garcia from National Life. He can help you get the IUL today, that quickly, for life protection, illness protection, and a no-loss tax-free investment for your retirement. They're doing it all. Matter of fact, plans from as low as $25 a week. Now that's peace of mind. What are you waiting for? Call the insurance guy, Tony Garcia, 305-798-5832. That's 305-798-5832. 
check into this. I think you're really going to like it.